Expert Talk is sponsored by Pod Nation TV, the podcast to broadcast network. Welcome to the show. You know where you are, the nine at nine with me, Tigo. And today, like every day that we're on, we talk with experts. But you're going to love this expert because she's going to show you how to save money on groceries, maybe grow it yourself, and be able to survive almost anything. Marjorie, are you out there? I'm here, Tigo. Thanks for having me on. (laughs) Thanks for being on. Okay, so we got to dig into it. Grow your own groceries for real? I mean, like, is this only for farmers or people in the city or what do you say? This is for everybody. It really is for everybody. If you, even if you live in an apartment or condo, you can do something. A suburban backyard, you can grow at least half of your own food, if not more. And, uh, you know, if you got more land, you're going to have a lot more fun. <laughs> so what's what got you started in growing your own groceries? Why did you even take that path? You know, it was not something I would have, I would have, I, I would have never imagined that I would have taken this path, but I was, I was a professional real estate investor. Actually, I was a student of Robert Kiyosaki and I had created this really successful real estate investment business and things were going great. I was volunteering on a farm to table project to get locally grown food into the local elementary school. Wow. And it seemed like such a slam dunk, like it's just going to happen, right? Because everybody wants it. And then it was an utter failure and the failure absolutely changed my life because we realized there were not enough local organic farmers to provide even part of the vegetables to the local elementary school. And I, when that meeting, when that happened, I mean, we were at the community center. I mean, I just, I I couldn't stop shaking. Uh, I I couldn't sleep at night. I had panic attacks. I had small children. What am I going to do? Because I knew there was only four days worth of food at the grocery store. That food travels an average of 1,200 miles. We are living in Central Texas, and I was surrounded by 15 million people. Like me, what, what, you know, now we all know that things can happen. And back then it seemed crazy to think it. But, you know, I just went nuts. And I, I said, whatever I've done in my life prior, it's no longer important. I have to learn how to grow food and I need to learn to teach other people to grow wow. food because w- w- at some point we're going to be in a world of hurt. So that, that's how I got into Have it. you seen the shelves lately? I mean, I don't know when people are watching this. They could be watching this in 2035, but right now we're still dealing with COVID and you didn't start this in COVID. You started years before that, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I, and you know, I'm really glad I've had the time because I, and and I thought it was going to happen sooner, but I'm really glad I've had the time because it's really enabled me to figure out systems for how to take somebody from who knows nothing, you know, uh, maybe they're older or out of shape, you know, and how do you take them and teach them in small little increments, step-by-step on how to, how to grow a lot of their own food, nutrition, calories, um, 
how do you how to do it in a backyard size space? And so we've had all these years to develop the the, the processes and figure out how to do it and make it fun. <laughs> okay, okay, we're making it fun. I get that people are growing in their own backyard. I know now that I know you, you're gonna have me growing stuff in my little backyard. But this takes years. I mean, you, you can't start growing today and eat like in a couple of months, right? You're talking about start now, eat next year. No, no, no. I'm actually starting. I'm talking about starting right now and eating actually even just in a, in a few weeks. Uh, because what? I knew there would be some kind of a crisis. And you can do it. And, and it's really pretty simple. We've developed a really simple three-part system that involves a small garden, a flock of chickens, and a small home rabbitry. You're not going to turn into a migrant worker. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have this, you know, this vision of me in a straw hat living in my backyard. You know, I, I, that just doesn't. No, yeah. that's not it. But when I have real vegetables, you know, and it's rare because I live in Las Vegas. But when I have real, real vegetables, actually, a friend of mine in Kentucky has overnighted me eggs and veggies and stuff from her ranch. When I have that. It tastes entirely different than what you get in a grocery store. Why is that? Absolutely. Because the food that's grown in the grocery store comes from the commercial agricultural system. And their soils have been depleted so long ago. The the, the thing that they're feeding the animals is not really food. It's almost like cardboard. So they're not going to produce eggs or meat that tastes like anything. So when you eat real homegrown food, it's addictive. You're going to, it's, it's an entirely different it's an entirely different thing. We used to say, you'd be okay if you'd be a perimeter shopper. That's not even true anymore. You really need to grow your own food. So when you're looking at growing your own food, I know once you start growing and you start harvesting your own food, you're going to save all kinds of money on the mm -hmm. grocery store. But mm -hmm. is it costly to get started? Actually, no. You know, you can get started fairly inexpensively. Um, you know, if you want to do it quick and buy it all pre-made, yeah, you know, that's going to happen. But most people who grow food actually are just doing it from stuff they already have in the garage or stuff that they can recycle. So it, it's pretty simple and easy to get going and really not that expensive. Wow. Now, I know you have a program that teaches people how to start in their apartment, their, you know, suburban home, their backyard. But here in Vegas, we have a couple that happened over the last couple of years that have a community garden. Do you mm -hmm. also teach? how to start a community garden? We do also teach people that. And I absolutely love that because, you know, then you're hanging out with people who are in your area growing. And a lot of times the experienced people are there and they're the ones you want to make friends with. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you start? What's When you're first getting started, you know, because I do not have a green thumb. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm just going to put it out there. What's the easiest thing to start with for that first plant that you can put on, you know, Instagram? Look what I'm growing. What would you start with? Well, let me let me let you know that a lot of people always think immediately of gardening when they talk about growing their own food. But right. the thing I recommend is actually a small flock of backyard chickens. And here's why. I recommend you start with six laying hens. Okay. You can build a little coop and a run for them. It'll fit in the size of a parking spot. It doesn't require a lot of room. You can build the coop and the run on a weekend project, um, get the food and water for them, buy some uh, hens off of Craigslist or at your local you know, farm uh, store, and basically be producing eggs in about 
you know, a few weeks. Um, wow. And people don't realize how productive hens are. So your average laying hen that is going to lay about 250 eggs in a year. So a flock of six hens will lay 1,500 eggs. That's and now with that... What that means to you is it means three egg omelets for breakfast every morning for the entire year, in addition to 33 dozen eggs that you can give away to friends or barter or trade or whatever you need to do with wow, them. Wow. Well, but okay, I'm in the land of HOAs. You know, I'm in Vegas, so I'm in the land of HOAs. Don't we have to worry about like the chicken noise and all that? That's another reason I really recommend hens. They're, okay. you know, the, the rooster is the one that makes all the noise, and contrary to popular belief, you do not need a rooster. The hens will lay eggs just fine without the boys. <laughs> okay, Alex put up the two-minute warning, and I know we got to go. We've been showing great video. I mean, you pulling carrots and 100 pounds of potatoes, but we just got started. I hope you can come back because I want to dive in even further and further, but I know you have a webinar coming up. Where do they go? What do they do? Go to growyourowngroceries.com and I condense 20 years of figuring out the fastest, easiest, funnest ways to grow food in a grid down situation. We present that in an hour. The most funnest part is the Q&A afterwards So come with your questions. I will answer your questions. Um, yeah. And it's an awesome webinar. Okay, this is probably one of the yummiest interviews I've done because now I'm all excited about getting my own hens. Yeah, we got to get this started. Growyourowngroceries.com. I'm going to go check it out myself. I got to check out this webinar. And I hope, Marjorie, you'll come back and come back often because we just got started. I, nine minutes ain't long, is it? We got to go. <laughs> nine minutes is like, whew. I thank you so much for hanging out with me. This is very informative for our first interview. And I guess I'm going to be growing my own groceries here pretty soon. You guys oh, stay tuned. You're going to love it. <laughs> this is awesome. I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you want to grow your own groceries, go to growyourowngroceries.com and check out Marjorie because she's going to teach us all how to do this thing. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you'll come back next time. And as always, I'm Tigo. I'll talk to you next time.